Good morning, and welcome again to Antioch Community Church Brighton's virtual service. My name is John Lux, and I have the privilege of serving here as the associate pastor. Now we're at the final week of our series on the Father Heart of God. In the first week, we talked about the most important and fundamental aspect of God's nature as a father, which is that he speaks the same blessing over you as he spoke over Jesus. You are my beloved son. You are my beloved daughter. And I am pleased with you. It's a truth that changes everything for us. And in the second week, we talked about God's nature as a father is accompanied by this authority that he has over us. And that authority expresses itself in, in the ways that his, his activity shapes us into the people that we're supposed to be, the people that we're called to be. And when we respond to God, when we respond to his authority through earthly authorities by saying, yes, daddy, yes, daddy, then we're accepting and agreeing to the shaping that his authority has in our life. Now this week, we're going to talk about a, a third aspect of the fatherly nature of God. And that aspect is the principle of inheritance. Inheritance. And why are we talking about inheritance? Why is this an important spiritual principle related to God's father, uh, fatherhood over us? And the, the reason I'm, that we're going to this place is because inheritance is something you receive but did not earn. It's something that you receive but did not earn. And in the case of so much that we receive from God, we did not earn it. Jesus earned it. So you think about all the things that we receive from God, the blessings we receive. We didn't earn them. Jesus earned them when he suffered and died on the cross. In fact, our adoption as sons, right, this, this aspect of being children of God we've been talking about throughout the whole series, we did not earn it. We didn't win some talent show and become chosen as children of God. Jesus died on the cross and paid the price for us to become children of God. And we inherit that. We receive something that was earned by someone else. All right, now let's have a few definitions about inheritance here. So um, basically, uh, the definition I want to give you for inheritance is receiving something that you did not earn, okay? And the main aspect of inheritance we're exploring today is do we really understand our inheritance in God and what is keeping us from receiving that inheritance? Now, when we think about an inheritance, we're typically thinking about uh, sort of uh, like a, an estate. Someone dies and they divide up their inheritance and we get some. Just like Paris Hilton, right? Her, her parents were hotel moguls and she received, you know, $100 million or $300 million, I think, uh, as a result of, of nothing that she did. Someone else did it and then she received it. Now, Paris Hilton is not, as it turns out, a great illustration of how biblical inheritance works. Not an illustration of how biblical inheritance works. The, the Bible uses this term in Greek, kleronomos, and it refers to 
uh, an inheritance that is present tense rather than in the future. Not an inheritance that you have to wait for someone to die, uh, but an inheritance that is set aside for you now. And most specifically, it refers to an allotment of land in the promised land of God. And you think about Psalm 16.6, right? I love this verse. It says, The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. And it's referring to a present tense inheritance that is enjoyed right now. And it's referring to a plot, a lot of uh, an allotment of land set aside by God for you in the promised land. Now, uh, as I seek to understand what it means to have a heavenly father and receive an inheritance from him, I realized that I have two heirs. So I am a father and I have two children that I love uh, and that I am well pleased with. And they're also my heirs. I don't call them my heirs, and I don't think about them being my heirs that often. But I decided this week, so this is the week, I'm going to have a conversation with them about what it means to be an heir. And so I sit down with my daughter, and I'm like, someday all of this is going to be yours. No, the conversation sounded more like this, like, hey, something important to tell you. You know, all of the stuff that belongs to me and Mama also belongs to you. But it's complicated. <laughs> and she's like trying to sort of piece it together gears are turning daddy can, does this mean I can use your laptop like you know and the answer is yes eventually you'll be able to use my laptop as you grow into maturity more and more of what is mine can be yours and someday all of what is mine will be yours you're my heir you have a place of belonging and a place of ownership in the things of our family Because we're just like that, aren't we? We're, we're, we're in the beginning of the process of understanding what our inheritance is. Wait, does this mean I can use a laptop? We're learning, we're learning what it is. What are the boundary lines that God has set aside for your inheritance, both spiritually and his blessing in your life here on earth? What has God given you as an inheritance and how do we receive it? All right, let's take a look at our text today, which is Romans 8.15. It says, For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but you received the spirit of sonship by whom we cry, Abba, Father. And the Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. And if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ if we share in his sufferings, in order that we may also share in his glory. Now, what does this passage tell us about inheritance? Number one, we see that the, the Spirit of God is involved in us becoming children of God. Isn't that incredible? So the Holy Spirit, so we would think the Father, God the Father and Jesus the Son would be the primary actors here, but it's the Spirit of God who's identified here as the Spirit of adoption or the Spirit of sonship. That, that is involved in us receiving the, the fatherhood of God over us. And in the Spirit causes us to cry out, Abba, Father. That's what God is doing. And listen here what it says, the contrast. Slavery to fear versus sonship. 
Now, what is it about sonship that is the opposite of slavery to fear? A lot of things, but, but this aspect of inheritance, right? That we belong and we're accepted and we have authority and we don't need to be afraid. That's the nature of being a child of God in contrast to the nature of being a slave to fear. That's what the Spirit of God is doing inside of us right now. And look again, right? An inheritance is something you receive that you didn't earn. It talks about sharing in the sufferings of Jesus. He earned our inheritance. We share in that suffering with him and we share in his glory. We have an inheritance in heaven. Now, just to give you uh, the first five items on the menu of your spiritual inheritance, I'm going to outline a couple things, but the list could go on for weeks. Uh, this is just to whet your appetite. Pieces of your spiritual inheritance, things you didn't earn, that you receive from God the Father as one of his children that he loves. Number one, adoption. You were adopted into the family of God, not because of things you did, but because of things that Jesus did. You just receive it. Number two, the Holy Spirit who comes and is active in our life and lives inside of our heart. The Holy Spirit is described in the New Testament as the down payment of our inheritance in the Lord. Down payment of our spiritual inheritance is this this, uh, activity of the Holy Spirit that we receive. Number three, Jesus says, I will go and in my father's house, there are many rooms and I will go and prepare a place for you so you can be with me where I am. It's a description of a place prepared for us in the promised land. Heaven is our inheritance because of what Jesus has done. And number four, power and authority is part of your inheritance. We don't talk about this a ton, but it's true. Because God is your father, therefore you have authority in the spirit and here on earth. It's an unearned authority. It's not something you earned. It's something that you have because God is your father. The most powerful person in the whole universe is your father. You have power and you have authority. You have the right to speak and act with confidence. You have the right to exercise power in the Spirit, in Jesus' name. These are just a couple things that are part of your inheritance. Now, what is it? So if our inheritance is so delightful, so wonderful, so powerful, what are the things that actually block us from receiving this inheritance, right? It was earned by Jesus, but why do we not perceive it? Are we like children who don't understand, who have never been told that they have an inheritance? Well, I'm going to describe a couple things that can, can keep us from receiving our inheritance or keep us from being aware of our inheritance. Number one, I want to outline, sometimes we are unable to receive or enjoy our spiritual inheritance because we just don't believe that God is that generous. Because it's a question worth asking. Do we really believe that God is that generous? Do we really believe that his character, as he is and as he reveals himself to us, is really that generous towards us? And we're blocked here by um, 
uh, our image of God as being too stern, as being too stingy, or our experience of earthly parents who were not generous towards us, were always scrimping and saving towards us, and, and who, who didn't want to share with us, didn't want to enjoy with us, who didn't invite us into their, into their activity, invite us into their experience. But God is that generous. And uh, in my own life, I'm just going to share a little story uh, about a place where I needed to know um, the generosity of God and receive some of my inheritance spiritually. Uh, I was at this big missions conference with all of these missionaries, uh, just feeling like a nobody, uh, just sitting down with people and realizing, man, this person's a big deal. Like, uh, what am I even doing here? And, um, and during a time of prayer at this conference, someone came and prayed for me and they said, hey, I feel like God wants you to know that you can eat what is in his refrigerator. And on the surface of it, it was just such a random kind of thing to say. But as I gave it some thought, it, it struck me at a deep place that whenever I have ever opened a refrigerator, the assumption is that things in this fridge are not for me. That this food over here, maybe it's for a recipe, I'd better not touch it. This food over here, I can't remember if I bought it or if my roommate bought it. This idea that you open the refrigerator and it's not yours to enjoy completely. And this revelation that in the kingdom of God as my father, I am allowed to open the fridge and eat whatever I want. God is that generous. I have a spiritual inheritance. Right? Just close your eyes with me and picture it for a second. Jesus prepared a house, a room for you in the house of his father. And you go into it and there's a fridge in there. When you open it, you can eat whatever you want. Because it's your inheritance. You belong. You're a son. You're a daughter. You have an inheritance. And you don't need to be afraid of stepping on toes in the kingdom of your father. I'm not telling you that you can open your roommate's fridge and eat his food. That's not the point. The point is that you have a right as a son, a right that was purchased for you by Jesus. And you are an heir of God through Jesus Christ. And therefore you have access to all of the things of God. And you just receive them by faith. You receive them by faith because of how good he is to you. And I want to talk about one other thing that gets in our way as we try to receive the things that God has set aside for us. Um, one of the things that gets in our way is uh, the way we perceive our earthly inheritance. Now we have a financial inheritance, we have a cultural inheritance, and we have a genetic inheritance. Those are all things that we inherit here on earth. And you might look at your inheritance and think, man, I'm the most privileged person in the world. This is the best. But even if that's you, don't let that get in the way of your spiritual inheritance. Your spiritual inheritance is another thing altogether. But you might look at the things you inherited here on earth and say, man, there's nothing but lack. There's nothing but sickness, nothing but addiction. And so you've got this view of, of your earthly inheritance that's all about like male pattern baldness. It's my destiny. I cannot escape, right? Like that's your portion. And I want to say 
Your earthly inheritance is not the place to focus. You have a spiritual inheritance that far outweighs it. So much greater, so much more important. Don't get distracted by your earthly inheritance. Learn to receive your spiritual inheritance. And if you have male pattern baldness, bless you in the name of Jesus. A heavenly inheritance is waiting for you from your heavenly father. And as we close today, I want to invite you to join us immediately after this message. So uh, after the service today, uh, Pastor Mark and I are going to host a, a small, small group breakout space where we can begin to engage with this topic. It's a place for us to come and set down what we think God has set aside for us and begin to, to just through prayer in the presence of God, come to an understanding and begin to receive by faith some of the things that are part of our spiritual inheritance the power and access, the good things that God has set aside for us, the boundary lines that define pleasant places for us set aside by God. So come and join us in one of those breakout rooms. It'll be a time of, of prayer um, and, and just sort of a spiritual space where we can feel open to receive a spiritual inheritance from God. And if you've never thought about this or processed this, that can be a great space for you. All right, I'm gonna pray. Lord Jesus, The spirit of sonship causes us to cry out, Abba, Father. Would you cause us to cry out, Abba, Father, today? Spirit, work in us. Spirit, if you're the fruit, the first fruits of the Holy Spirit, the down payment of our inheritance, Lord Jesus, would you reveal to us every good thing set aside for us in Jesus? Would you, give a, would you give us a confidence that when we come into a church space or we come into our quiet time or we come into our workplace or we come into opposition from other people, you would give us the confidence of someone who can open the fridge and access all that God has stored away for us. Thank you, Lord. We love you. We thank you that you, Jesus, won for us an inheritance that we could never win. And thank you that you give it to us for free. By faith, we receive it right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Antioch. God bless you.